Hello, and welcome to Single Parent in the City with your host, Charlene. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode two. Um, So let me be honest by saying that I almost was not going to do another episode of Single Parent in the City just because it was... It was daunting to think of what I was really going to talk about. And I really didn't, you know, I wanted to be able to tell my story or talk to women about being single parents. Um, And not just women, but men as well. But um, talk about being a single parent. But I was kind of nervous because my journey is a little rough, especially with me starting my own business. Um, So I was like, oh, maybe I'll put that off. But then today I woke up, I went into meditation, and I saw the mic, and I saw my computer, and I automatically knew that it was time to come back and do episode two. So here I am. Um, Thank you for listening. Uh, And so let's get started. Today I'm going to talk about my story in the midst of being a single parent. So originally, I decided to get a divorce just because, you know, things just weren't working out. Um, And I left and went on with my married life. And me and my son moved. And when we moved to our new place, um, I found a job really easily. And we began our life as me and my son. Um... And we'll call my son G, which if you follow me on Instagram, you know, his name is Gio. Um, He's a little handsome little kid. But uh, yeah, so we started our life Um, in this time. At first, I thought, hey, you're just going to work for some company and you're going to do great things. You're going to move up the ladder. You'll be making great money in no time. You don't even have to worry. I mean, really and truly, I have a master's. And once you get a master's degree, you kind of feel like you can get any job. Well, as I sat through and I did my job, I decided that I no longer wanted to do that, but I wanted to pursue my passions as a sports publicist. Um, So I left my job and I decided to follow to pursue my dreams, which thank God my family was there to support me and I was able to do it. Um... But during this time, and it has been a hard, hard time, um, I've learned so much about myself. And I learned so much about being a single parent that I decided, like, you know what? Single parent in the city would be good. It would be great to arm women who, just like me, are by themselves doing it by themselves. And that's not to say that my ex-husband is not great and that he's not a great father because he is um but he's not with us 24 7 and I raised my son on my own pretty much throughout the year besides when he has visitation so this will be where we come to talk about all things in single parenthood um motherhood um and just being a woman period Um, so I hope that you enjoyed my story and you can attest to maybe you have some similarities. Uh, I would love to hear about them as well. So let's start talking about 
the myths of being a single parent. So I'm sure you know that being a single parent is not easy, but it leaves you feeling a certain type of way. Um, And I wanted to talk about those myths and kind of debunk them tonight um, and really like get us in the groove of being positive thinkers because we are what we think. And as a single mom, you're a hero, essentially. Or, you know, as a single parent, you're a hero. Um, as a as a person that has to get up, take care of kids, work, do everything that you do, you are a superhero, as my son would say. <laughs> you are a superhero. Um, so let's debunk these myths. So some of the myths that I've heard or and I felt because this is not just hearing these are things that I've heard from my friends but also like feel on a regular basis are one that I don't have any control two that my kid is gonna hate me (laughs) in the future because I've jacked up his life um three that I'm not I won't make enough money to be able to be a single parent like to really pursue my dreams plus take care of my son. Um, four, that I'm going to forever be alone because I don't prioritize myself. Um, and that, you know, like like your tarnished goods once you get married. Um, another thing that I always hear in this category is like, oh yeah, you know, all the good men are taken. You are going to get someone who is not take it, you know, like who's damaged or who's going to want you once you've been married and you have a kid. I've heard that too, which hurt my feelings for a very long time. And then number five, which is if you take time to yourself, you're selfish. And I know, like, I know I've felt this one personally many of times, many, many, many times. Um, So let's explore these myths and let's talk about why these are not true. So number one, the myth that you do not have control. You have as much control as you allow yourself to have in an uncontrollable world. Um, And what do I mean by this? I mean that you can only control what you can, which is the time that your kid wakes up in the morning, you and your kid. Um, The time that you and your kids go to bed, what you're going to cook for lunch, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, You can't control your significant other or his family members or your family members. Heck, you can't control people at all. So don't try to, right? You can only control the things within your control. And sometimes, you know, I've heard many times people say, just relinquish control and let God handle it. Um, And just for some of you who don't know, I am a Christian, um, and I believe in God very heavily. I am a, I follow very strict, well, not strict, but I'm, I'm very spiritual as well. And so I do believe that God handles things for us. And I, I do believe in meditation. I do believe in connecting with my spirit. So I just wanted to throw that in. Hopefully that didn't throw anybody off. And hopefully you didn't hear that clap either. But so, yes, um, you can only control the things that you can control. And everything else that you cannot control, you must relinquish control and let it happen. Um, Number two, (laughs) number two being your kids are going to hate you in the future. 
Your kids are not going to hate you in the future if you take care of them now. One thing that I do with my son is I constantly reiterate how much I love him and how much things are going to be okay. I always, always, always try to make sure that my son has a um, a relationship with his dad. I try to like really do this co-parenting thing together because I feel like I don't want my son to have any resentments. I can't control his dad and what his dad does, but I can control me. I can control the, my mouth and the things that I say about him. And really and truly, if you look back and you see how kids get jacked up, it's usually because one parent is bashing the other parent. There's no, there's a constant fight for the kid's attention and they make the kid choose. Um, that's usually how kids get messed up. Um, And I really think that just like us as adults, the people that we put our our kids around has an effect on our kids. So I try to surround my kids, my kid with positive role role models. I try to give him, I try to like let him listen to the things that I listen to, teach him how to be spiritual as well. So we go to church and we also meditate. We also connect with our spirits. I want to teach him and give him the tools now at his young age that he will need as an adult. Um, I also plan with him, right? I try to, I ask him like, well, what do you want to do in the future? (laughs) Let's make a plan. So you want to be a ninja? That means we need to do karate. You want to run fast? That means we need to run track. Um, I try to make sure that I'm attentive to my son. I know for a long time I was starting my business and trying to get in the groove of things and so there were times where we I may have just did like the basics but not spent time with him um I try not to do that anymore I make him my priority so once five o'clock hits it shuts down and he is we are in each other's faces talking to one another and getting ready for the next day um I realized that that is how we grow a strong bond not the other way of just um, letting him do whatever he wants and not including him. So number three, you won't make enough money to do it all. Abundance is everywhere. Um, I'm reading, I've read this book multiple times. It's called The Abundance Book by, let me see his name. It's The Abundance Book by John Root, uh, John Randolph Price. Um, God has given you everything you need, right? And all you have to do is tap in and understand um, what you need to do. Uh, sometimes I know like in my lifestyle, I've completely changed myself. I used to be like very much like I loved to shop. I loved extravagant things. I loved a lot of things. I changed my lifestyle because I realized like I didn't need all of these things. Um, I, I like just, I realized that even if I wanted whatever I want, I can have, right. I need to just think of the plan or I like, I go up and meditate, go into meditation and I let the Holy Spirit speak to me, um, and guide me to where I need to be. It's a thing that I've been doing for the last, I guess, like really getting into it at the beginning of the year and watching my life do a complete.
complete, complete turn. Like I am, I think better than I've ever been in all of my 35 years of life. So yeah, abundance is everywhere. Um, you just, you, and you can make it without having to compromise yourself. You just need to believe and have faith on, of that what you write down or what you say will come to pass and then just put the action behind it to make it happen. I have a friend who, if she has an idea, immediately the plan is downloaded next and she is doing it and literally I've, she's seen success. And I believe that that is exactly what you should do anytime you have, anytime you want to do something, anytime you want something, anytime you need money, you just got to stop create the plan and go for it. Um, number four, you're going to be alone. Oh, um, you're going to be alone forever because you don't prioritize yourself. Um, you're not going to be alone forever if you don't want to be. Number one, you attract who you are. Um, so you won't be alone. Um, if you think that though, you will be. Um, one thing that I've learned is the more that I block myself off from people, the more alone I am, the more that I open myself up and I get to know people and I go out every now and again and I talk to people and I get their numbers and I connect with them on social media and I meet to eat and I take time for myself, I'm not alone. And the more I get to know myself, I realize that I'm attracting the people that I want to be around. You know, a lot of times we could just fill ourselves with people we don't even care about. Um, But it's the right company. Um, And even I am comfortable in being by myself. In this single parentness phase of my life, I have learned to become whole. And being whole is important. There's no such thing as attracting your other half. No, you need to attract your other whole person because you guys have to operate as two whole people coming together. Two is way better than one. Think about it like that. Um, You need to be able to understand that you as a whole person, you're content with yourself and you'll be able to stand on your beliefs and you won't have to please people. Like I've gotten past the pleasing people part and came to the part of, I know what's best for me. And so I do what's best for me. And number five being, if you take time for yourself, you are selfish. Let me start off by saying that you are not selfish for taking time to yourself. You need it. An empty cup cannot fill an empty cup. You cannot be the best mother you can be without recharging your batteries. Um, And you can't be the best parent you can be without recharging your batteries. You can't be the best worker that you can be without recharging your batteries. So don't feel selfish for taking time for yourself. Um, Usually for me, the summers are my time where I can focus on me. And I do. And I really, really do. I've come to a place where I'm just like, you know, I can't. I can't be effective. I can't pour into other people when I'm empty. You can't. It just brings frustration. It brings bad reputation. It it just, your walls crumble when that happens. So don't do that to yourself. Always take time for yourself and don't feel bad about it. Your kid is not going to be mad at you years later when he's like, oh, you took time for yourself? I'm mad at you. No, 
what you do is you teach your kid or kids to take time for themselves as well because it's necessary. So when you decide that you need a break, like what I do with Geo is whenever it's my time for a break or whenever we are done, I'm like, okay, you go and you sit and you do what you enjoy and I will sit and do what I enjoy and we'll come back. And I mean, every Friday, my son, without fail, we come home from school, he takes off his clothes, <laughs> he goes, lays down, he turns on the TV if that's what he wants to do, he reads his book if he wants to, he plays with his cards, and he understands that that is his time. And I understand that that is his time too. So I take my time. Um, be like having a kid. You know, having a kid is like being in a relationship. You have to understand your partner. You have to understand your kid. You have to take, you both have to take time and go into your own corners. Um, And when you both need to be together or want to be together, you come together. Um, I always say like, it's good to keep your kid on your schedule (laughs) so that you can do things together um, and they get used to that. Like I want to prepare my son to find his wife. And if we build a relationship where he understands that you are in partnership with another person. Um, he'll take that on for the rest of his life. So um, tonight we talked about the myths of being a single parent. Um, tell me what you think about these myths. Do you agree? Are there some myths that I missed? I would love to hear back from you guys. Thank you for listening to my episode two, and I will see you next time for episode three. Um, and you can always catch this podcast Um Every Friday, I'll have a new podcast up for you. I'm going to do that promise to myself and do that promise to you as well. And let's really build a community and enjoy what we have going. So until next time, I will talk to you later. Bye. Bye.